G'day you mob, Pete here, and this is another episode of Aussie English, the number one place for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English. So, today I have a GOSS episode for you where I sit down with my old man, my father, Ian Smithson, and we talk about the week's news, whether locally down under here in Australia or (laughs) non-locally overseas in other parts of the world, okay? And we sometimes also talk about whatever comes to mind, right? If we can think of something interesting to share with you guys related to us or Australia, we also talk about that in the goss. So, these episodes are specifically designed to try and give you content about many different topics where we're obviously speaking in English and there are multiple people having a natural and spontaneous conversation in English. So, it is particularly good to improve your listening skills. In order to complement that though, I really recommend that you join the podcast membership or the academy membership at aussieenglish.com.au where you will get access to the full transcripts of these episodes, the PDFs, the downloads, and you can also use the online PDF reader to read and listen at the same time, okay? So, if you really, really want to improve your listening skills fast, Get the transcript, listen and read at the same time, keep practicing, and that is the quickest way to level up your English. Anyway, I've been rabbiting on a bit, I've been talking a bit. Let's just get into this episode, guys. Smack the bird, and let's get into it. Dad, what's going on? Pete, how are you going? Good. We have a sort of slightly new setup here now, huh? Yeah, I'm not sure how I'm going to behave myself without the cameras. <laughs> I know. So, we've ditched the cameras, guys, because very few people were actually watching the videos. So, my sort of resolution this year has been to um, subtract. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. Yes. Try and make things simpler and easier. Yep. So, Novak Djokovic. Let's talk Novak about him to begin Djokovic. with. Fucking idiot. <laughs> that's the end of that conversation. Yeah, that's it. It's a short goss episode. <laughs> Yeah, so this has become pretty, um, what would you say, uh, controversial, inflammatory? Yeah, well, it's been the lead story on the news um, in radio, newspapers, television for a week, every night, Yeah, every day. Still waiting (laughs) on the results, waiting on the results, waiting on the results. So, I guess a bit of background of this, I've got the um, sort of COVID timeline, I guess- First of all, so he has fought tooth and nail to come into Australia to be able to, um, I was about to say fight, but play, to play at the Australian, Australian Open. Tennis Open yes. At the Australian Tennis Open. Novak is currently um, number one and Federer and Nadal both can't come. No, so Nadal's here. Is he? Yeah. But he's been sick with COVID. He has, but he's he's playing. Oh, okay. All right. But uh, either way, he's he's really, really, really wanting to play to be able to defend his yeah. title, right? Retain, to be one. retain the number one title, but also win the 21st title. So, yep. he'll go past Federer and Nadal. And that'll the be the 10th Australian ever. Open, right, for him too. I think it will, yes, which will be a record too. So, so they're obviously, you know, career motivations first and foremost, mm. I think. Um, and then, so, he uh, applied for his visa- for for months now, it's been in the news that, you know, he doesn't want to get vaccinated. He's an anti-vaxxer. He's well, just- he, he's declined to <laughs> let people know what his vaccination status is. Yeah, which pretty much which means, means not he's not vaccinated. vaccinated. Like, yeah. I can't imagine you'd get vaccinated and go, oh, I'm not going to tell you if I am. 
That's it. Yeah, I'm not telling you if I'm married or not. Yeah, exactly. But here's my wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, anyway, yeah, he fought tooth and nail um, to get into Australia. He he came, he applied for his visa, and then he got to, I think, migration here, and, and they were like, They blocked no. him at the border. Yeah. What was the reason for that again? Um, because he is not double vaccinated. Yeah. And he's claiming, my understanding is, and this is, it's so convoluted now, <laughs> but- he was claiming that he has an exemption from vaccination because he's had COVID twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and the most recent one was in December last year. I feel like that would be an easy thing to test where you'd be like blood sample antibodies. Yeah. yeah. And whether he has or not, though, it doesn't matter. He, he can be lying. He could be telling the truth. Mm-hmm. But that is not a legitimate alternative to being vaccinated. Yeah. You have to have a medical exemption, and the medical exemption is related to the fact that you, are, you for whatever reason, can't have a vaccine, whether you're yeah. um, immunocompromised or whether you've got severe allergies to particular agents that go into vac- vaccines and so on. So um, he hasn't applied for any of that. He's just said, I don't need to be vaccinated, yeah, and he's made COVID. up his own reason. <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, so he got to Australia and he got, I guess... Um detained and put into uh, a hotel. Quarantine hotel. Yeah, quarantine hotel, but also with other refugees there, right, which have been potentially waiting for a very long time to come into Australia and haven't been able to. And so that's led to even more controversies and sort of um, vitriol from the Australian people who are like, okay, so, you know, Novak, who's, you know, this this multimillionaire tennis player, world, world famous, can use all the money and power that he has to be able to fight this in court almost instantaneously mm. and get out. Yeah. So, and yeah. that's, you know, fast forward, to he be, did win the case uh, against the government's decision. He did, but he actually didn't win the case against the government's decision. What he won was a, um, a stay, effectively, on that um, because the judge decided that the process that the Border Patrol or Border Force went through in order to detain him was excessive and therefore he should not be kept in hotel quarantine. The legal system did not say that he should be allowed to enter Australia. Yeah. Uh, so that is still pending. Now it comes down to uh, the Minister for um, immigration. immigration who has uh, ministerial discretion um, just based on Anything he chooses to, um, to deny somebody's entrance to Australia. Well, I think the reason that so many Australians are pissed is because we've suffered so much through so many lockdowns Mm -hmm. and there's been such a push for everyone to be vaccinated. We've also been unable to see people overseas and even interstate. Exactly. Due to these lockdowns and vaccination statuses and everything like that. And it's kind of like he's just waving that in everyone's face, being like, I'm too important Mm. for these rules to apply to me. And so, the thing that, yeah, that that shits me the most is how many other migrants are trying to come into the country who who are or aren't vaccinated but are having a difficult time for whatever reason. And and because this guy's rich and famous, he just waltzes through. To be fair about it, he's not applying for immigration into Australia permanently. He just wants to be here for two weeks to play in a tennis tournament. Which so, which makes it worse in yeah, my mind because it's exactly. like so so so, it's he's, so just, he's actually just coming here to work. Yeah, he's effectively applying for a short term work visa. Yeah, um, and um, there are plenty of people, you know, hundreds of thousands of people around Australia at the moment who are unable to work because they are actually having to isolate because they're a close contact or because for whatever reason they are choosing not to be vaccinated. Yeah. So you know, it was it's that you know if you're not vaccinated you don't work. And there are many workplaces that now have that. Yep. Um, 
unfortunately, Tennis Australia, in their infinite stupidity, um, decided that his claim of being, um, you know, having had COVID twice um, has meant that, you know, they would say, all right, fine, you can enter the country. They actually have no right to do that. They, it, they should have, at the end of their responsibility, should have been, yes, we will accept your entry into the tournament. Under the um, assumption that it meets the standards. Don't, you don't government. even have to do that. Yeah. We accept your entry into the tournament. In order to get into the country, you're going to have to meet immigration requirements. Yeah. Here is your letter of acceptance to attach to your visa. Um, but now it's up to you to meet the immigration requirements. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, they decided that they would tell him that he and others that he could enter the country. And I would imagine that's all monetary. They, they want him here because they, they think they're going to earn money from eyes on the courts yeah. or people buying tickets. And now they're never going to say that. They're all, now they're just bluffing mm-hmm. um, and saying, well, we were told that, you know, and there's no evidence that they were ever told anything because nobody in authority would ever have told them that they had the right to say that. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's all become stupid. And the reason it's become even more stupid now is because if he's telling the truth that he actually did get COVID in December... <laughs> And it's a big if there, but if mm-hmm. he is telling the truth, then he was out at a photo opportunity. Well, that to pause you there. So, yeah, I've got the COVID timeline that he is apparently, you know, I don't know if it's his timeline or if it's what's been reported, but this was in the news where December 10, cutoff date for players to apply for Tennis Australia for vaccine exemption, December 14th. Um, Djokovic attends Red Star-based basketball game in Belgrade, at which numerous people later test positive. 16th, uh, rapid antigen test returns negative result, also takes PCR test, attends ceremony unveiling stamp in his honour, and then December 17th, attends children's awards, blah, 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 blah. And then, yeah, it's second. The weird thing is that apparently he said he was positive, right, for COVID on the 16th. Mm. And he never, he didn't have a test back. Yeah, and and so, so and and if he were, you would imagine that he wouldn't be going to all these public events. And that's the point: is that he's gone to two public events in two countries, one in Spain and yeah. one in Serbia. Yeah, um, the Serbian people appear to be understandably behind him, saying, you know, he should be allowed to play. Yeah. The Serbian president has basically come out and just said he's been a dick. <laughs> Good. Yeah, um, and Spain are now after him as well for yeah. you know, breaching. COVID quarantine. Well, and this, and this is that thing, that flying in the face of all these other countries, all these other populations and people who are under restrictions and suffering at the moment, and you kind of waltz around doing whatever you want because you're Novak Djokovic, yeah. right? And, yeah. and it's kind of like, well, it, and the, the, one of the biggest things that frustrated me was his father and just how offensive <laughs> his father yeah. is. Like, his entire family seemed to be just totally behind him with whatever- he and they'll says, say anything. And they'll say yeah. anything to just crap on Australia, on our government. I mean, some of the things here that I think it's Srodjan um, Djokovic was saying, you know, he, he said, this autocracy has shown its true face today. Contrary to the decision of the Independent Court of Australia, dictator Scott ordered the arrest of my son, your world champion Novak, <laughs> and deportation banning him from entering the country for three long years, blah, blah, blah. And he's None like, of that was actually I true. call on the Queen of Britain, Elizabeth, the leader of the Commonwealth, to intervene and protect the human rights of my son <laughs> and to stop the political prosecution um, that has been carried out against him since he came to Australia. Like, yeah, so he's calling on the Queen, did all these things. He was saying that the Australian government and people were racist against Serbians 
and you're like, we, we've got a huge Serbian population here. Do. What are you smoking? Yeah, We're not. We have nothing against Serbian people. <laughs> it, it's it's Novak that we have a yeah. problem with, and he's a liar. That's <laughs> yeah. the thing. Is yeah. that you know, regardless of whether he thinks Australia is doing his son you know a bad turn or not, he's a liar. Because he's told two things and they're conflicting. Yeah. At least one, one of them has wrong. to be a lie. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the, that's the thing, is it? And then it turns out that he lied on his immigration form when he entered Australia because he's whoever that, filled it out. Well, it did. doesn't matter. Yeah. He signs it. And it doesn't matter who fills he it in. It out, yeah. He signed it. Uh, and saying that he had not been in any other countries yep. in the last two weeks before he got to Australia. Yeah. And that was clearly Spain. incorrect. He'd been, well, he lives in Spain. He'd been Spain in Serbia. Mm-hmm. He'd, he'd travelled from Serbia to get here. Um, and he was in Spain a few days before he left. So, he's just lied. Yeah. And so, it's an incredible fall from grace. I think, as my sister was saying, Annika was saying, when we've been catching up, she's just like, he used to be the darling of everyone. Yeah. Everyone loved Novak. But now, it's like the majority of Australia, at least the feeling is- uh, when you watch the news or you talk to other people, they're all like, we hate this guy now yeah. because he just he's just he is all the things that we disdain and, and dislike in celebrities and rich people. Mm. Right. Where they just walk over everyone Self-entitlement. else. Self-entitlement. And so what he did like as well to get out of, um, you know, to, he went to court with two QCs, right? Q- Queen's Council lawyers, each of which was fifty thousand dollars a day. Mm. Um, and I think they ended up presenting three hours worth of, of defence of why and he should be allowed Australian to stay the Australian government in. has to pay his court costs. We do. Yeah. Our taxpayers exactly. pay him for hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars. Because he chooses to fight something which, yeah, yet to, again, to be fair, if it were anybody else and you had the wherewithal to do that, you would. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to to then claim court costs- and and legal fees. Court costs fine, uh, but when we're paying his legal fees, we should be saying, yep, we'll pay you the minimum cost of what two lawyers would cost. Yeah. Here's $5,000, not $100,000. Uh, yeah. It's it's just insane because what if he'd hired 10? Yeah, well, and I think, too, the fighting against what you can feel the country or the government sort of one of a country and so in spite- Even if you win, you, you lose, effectively. Yeah, and in spite of- It turns out it looks like it's sort of world opinion. Uh, there was an article today written by Martina Navratilova mm-hmm. um, basically saying the only honourable thing he can do now <laughs> is to just get vaccinated or leave. <laughs> yeah. That's- the, You've got two options. Yeah. Get vaccinated or just leave before the Australian government throw you out because uh, you, you've clearly- stepped over the line in so many ways that you've just got to bail. And well, he's is- never going to. And she said he won't, but that's what he should do. Yeah, it seems like one of those things, like, I'm really bad with sort of drawing analogies, but I feel like there's some kind of analogy here with, say, going to Saudi Arabia as a woman from, say, Australia and not deciding not to wear some modest clothing. And headgear. Understanding yeah. that they are the cultural norms and this is what is expected of you and everything. Yeah, and you and just say- complaining when you get arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that sort of thing of like, look, this is what the country's expectation is. These are the current events with COVID and what mm-hmm. the, the population has undergone. And I still don't care at all about any of this sort of stuff. I'm the important person here. My What I want to do trumps this country's, you yeah. know- Oh, no, what they crazy. what they want, and so it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Do you have a feeling that he's going to be um, thrown out, or do you think I'm still 
fifty fifty on it. I I was I think, astonished when he won the court case. It felt well, like he was going to get he, smashed. He only won the. He, you're right, but it turns out that he only won the court case. If you look at it that way, in the sense of saying the judge just said you can. You know, it wasn't granting him the right to stay. Yeah, they just said you have to release him from the yeah, hotel quarantine. Okay. Um, because because of it was effectively a technicality. Yeah, it turned out that yeah, you know, if you uh, from what I read that. Uh, because the uh, border force had asked him um, to come up with his reasons for you know, breaching their rules by 7.30 in the morning of the day of the court case, um, they said that was unreasonable, that he couldn't have uh, got legal advice and done that by then. Which is fair They'd enough. said if it was 8.30, you'd mm-hmm. be fine. Mm-hmm. And that's clearly a technicality. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think there was also, um, he was detained at the airport uh, and probably in another detention centre for seven hours being questioned. Mm-hmm. And at that time, you've got to look at it and go, seriously? Yeah, well, you know, it's not like you don't know who he is. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like he's, you know, he's a potential drug smuggler. You know, you know who he is. You've, you've detained him because he's in breach of the rules for immigration into the country. You're just bullying him now. Um, yep. And they've clearly, you know, got egg on their face from, you know, it's a nice expression to uh, explain mm-hmm. later. Um, they've got egg on their face from from overdoing what they should have done. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, I'm 50-50 on not about my opinion. My opinion is stick him on the next plane. Um, my opinion on whether or not that will happen is about 50-50. Yeah. And clearly it has to happen before Monday. When the annoying thing um, is, I think, from the immigration minister's point of view, he's going to be thinking, what does the average Australian want and how is this going to benefit and, the next election? And, <laughs> and also, what's the backlash going to be in the short term? Not necessarily political backlash, but um, what's going to happen at the tennis mm-hmm. in our community um, if we pack him on the plane versus exactly the same if we don't. Um, and so it's it's not... I mean, they're saying that, you know, they're still taking legal advice. I can't imagine there's any, any legal advice that mm-hmm. they're going to have to get because... My understanding is that it's the it's ministerial discretion. The minister can basically say, "Don't like the look on your face, get out." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I've read that he's the most powerful man in Australia, apparently, in terms of allowing people in or out of the country. He's the only person in Australia. That position is the only person in Australia that has effectively the hand of God, mm-hmm. you know, because it doesn't matter what Border Force say, it doesn't matter what the Prime Minister says, it doesn't matter what any other politician says. The Minister for Immigration has the right to say, "Yes, you can come in," or "No, you've got to leave." Yeah. Uh, regardless of anything else. Um, I should talk to him about letting Kel get a visa. Yeah, finally. exactly. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I think there's there's that side of it. The other side of it and the, the sort of smart-ass cynical side of me <laughs> wants him to stay. Yeah, and, to and see reap the his back, rewards. The backlash that he gets. <laughs> I can't imagine what's going to happen when he walks onto court in his first match. <laughs> the irony is he's been drawn to play another Serbian. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine if he was playing a seventeen-year-old Australian qualifier? The crowd will go. The crowd will go yeah. nuts anyway. Yeah, uh, but they would go completely mental if when, it was. If that's a big part else. of Australian culture too, right? When there's someone you don't like, you just, uh, especially someone who's in a higher position of of ability or power or whatever, the 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 crowd is pretty much just going to go for the underdog. They will always, yeah, the tall poppy <laughs> syndrome combined with supporting the underdog. Yeah, and in this case, there's a. 
And I, there's an interesting article that um, your mum and I were discussing today that was around and was sort of triggered by this, but it wasn't specifically on it. And that's there's part of um, the Australian culture that is offended just by the bullshit. Yeah. You know, you're lying, so go away. Yeah. You know, we don't care who you are, why you're here, whether we think you're a good tennis player, whether we want to watch you play tennis or anything else. There's just the bullshit detector has just gone off. And <laughs> it doesn't the pass alarm the pub has, test. It doesn't. The alarm has gone off big time. Well, and this happens quite a lot with, yeah, celebrities and politicians here in Australia, right? Yeah. Where you just like- Out in the mouth and you just- you know the general public are going, nah, that's BS. Yeah. yeah well, and I c- yeah, I can't imagine too if he were to play and win. People would just be even more irked, irritated, frustrated yeah. with the fact that he's he's blown all the rules, just walked over everyone and still is victorious. People would be like, it- it's ironic. I don't think we would ever resort to violence. Like, he would probably never have to worry about no, ever no, being- He won't be worried for his personal safety. Bashed or anything safety, like that. But, but the average Australian would be so, so angry yeah. and frustrated. The, the <laughs> booing and the hissing and the interrupting him during his tennis now. Yeah. And and he, he gets ticked off in crowds, particularly in America and um, in Australia, um, where they're not even booing him, but they're supporting- his opponent, yeah, and he gets ticked off because he's not the favourite, yeah, uh, and well, and that seems to feed. Like after listening to quite a few interviews with his brother, his dad, and his mother, it seems like they're all just so full of themselves. Mm. Like they just sit around sniffing each other's farts and are just like, "We're amazing," <laughs> you know. It's it's weird. Like I know I'm being kind of you know gross, but there is this sense of, and this is what blows my mind, I guess, with with you and mom and my family. If I were to do something similar to that, I think you'd be like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You know, and you'd get on the news he's and be like, he's my son and I love him, but send him home. Yeah. You know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, and whereas with, with Novak's family, it almost feels like mafia-esque yeah. or those those crime families or, you know, the in Australia, it would be like people involved in organised crime mm. where they just all stick together no matter what yeah, and exactly. point the blame, throw violence, throw words, everything <laughs> at everyone else. And so, just that, that difference- culturally blows my mind too where if i were to screw up or do something wrong you wouldn't just close ranks around me and be like we'll no. support him to the death you'll be like look i'll be here to to, to come we'll and pick visit you when you're later, in jail but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it is really funny seeing seeing that kind of cultural difference I, I wonder what the average australian family would be like and even you know you guys listening here mm. would would your family protect you to the bitter end even if they knew you were effectively full of shit and i guess the hard part here is that Novak is probably his family's cash cow. Oh, yeah. Like, the amount yeah. of money he probably ends up giving to his family and his brother. And, his, and that's you know, fine. Uh, again, you know, but I imagine reasonable. that is yeah. also part of it, which would be interesting. I feel like if I was suddenly a millionaire, you would still be like, go fuck yourself. If you did the wrong thing, <laughs> Pete, I'm not sticking up for you. You know, <laughs> give me money or not, but I'm not, you know, going to lie for you on well, TV. I think, or- I think the other side of it, too, though, is that, you know, I can imagine that if you did something like that, you couldn't look me in the face. Because you'd know. <laughs> you'd know exactly. that you'd, you'd overstepped. And you'd be like, yeah, I fucked up. I'm well, sorry. I think I wouldn't get into that position in the first place no, well, because exactly. I wouldn't be able to just keep lying and save yeah, face and yeah. try and pretend. And like I think that's okay. it. I think the thing is, he thought he could just bluff his way in. Yeah, and he's been caught. He's out. been caught out in Spain, in Serbia, and in Australia now of just lying or doing the wrong thing. And yeah, 
It, anyway, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, and I we'll guess have yeah, to wait and see. it'll be interesting to see what you guys think. So you'll have to um, leave some comments in the mm. comment section on the podcast website and, and let us know. Do you think you should go or stay? In fact, you'll probably hear this <laughs> yeah, after yeah, the fact. Yeah, exactly, but- <laughs> it'll be it'll be old news by then. So. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, thanks for joining us, guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye. So you, you got to do the sound effect there. <laughs> Breaking news, guys! Breaking news. <laughs> so um, the migration minister for Australia. Uh, after having we we recorded this episode, went and had dinner, and the news came out that he had cancelled Novak's uh, visa. And within what half an hour, Novak Djokovic now has um, is saying that he's, he's going to appeal. He's appealing. Yeah, he's not very appealing, but that's you know, <laughs> not the hero there. But the other interesting thing, so yeah, it's going to be funny to see how this ends. Again, you just like. Mate, you're digging yourself a grave. Like, you're digging your own grave. You're making things worse. You're just like, all of Australia is getting so over it. But the thing that mum pulled up and showed me whilst we were having dinner was the two Channel 7 news reporters off air, but still having their audio recorded, um, calling him a lying arsehole. Yeah. And being (laughs) like, literally saying, you know, he's- Made up all these bullshit fucking lies. I couldn't believe how they were talking to one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen this to you. I'm like, I can't believe how much he's swearing and that he's tripping over his own lies now. And apparently that has gone viral. So, apparently mm. they said this like a day or two ago. Yeah, it was two days ago. And it's since gone viral throughout the world now of all these, um, you know, broadcasters overseas being like lol Australians calling it as it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not? Yeah, so what's your two cents, Dad, before we finish up this last little update? Yeah, uh, well, now it remains to be seen whether he will appeal and what happens in the federal court again. But, yeah, I'm not a lawyer, so disclaimer there. But my understanding is that, um, yeah, the ministerial privilege to deport somebody is purely a ministerial decision. There is no legal, you know, grounds to appeal on, but we'll see. Yeah, I guess stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned. Yeah. It's funny, I asked all the Academy members, I was like, what do you guys think of this? And they were just like, considering the amount of effort, uh, time and money we've spent to try and get into Australia and do everything right, you know, this is just so shameful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, get out. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens after this whole debacle is 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 done, but- yeah, I kind of want him to be able to stay so that we can just watch these games and be oh. like, give me the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, enjoy, guys. Right. See you later. Stay tuned. Ciao. All right, guys. As the second amendment to this episode, the Novak saga has continued. He has been deported from Australia, as you will no doubt know by the time that this episode is released. And um, yeah, uh, personally, I am happy with the situation, although I'm sort of torn on how Everything took place, you know, what on earth was the government thinking giving him a visa in the first place? Why did this have to be drawn out so long? Should have just been dealt with straight away. I mean, I don't know the sort of technical legal difficulties behind that. I'm kind of glad that he had to pay for the legal fees as that would have been hundreds of thousands of dollars again for the government. Um, Yeah, it's been a very sort of controversial issue in time, but by I don't know, asking, I was chatting to the Academy members in our personal call the other day and it seems like you guys are, for the majority of you, all on the same page in terms of thinking it was a good decision and that, uh, you know, it seems like he lied on his application and it, you just, yeah, seems like it was the good decision. So, anyway, he has been deported from the country as of today, Monday the 17th of January. And the Australian Open begins today. So, yeah, let's um, obviously continue the discussion. Keep it civil. 
I'd love to hear from you guys. Was it the right decision? Was it the wrong decision? What's your two cents? What do you reckon? And until next time, see ya.